So today I was looking at my schedule. And between work, family, this podcast, my side business, and my side gigs, it seems like there just isn't enough time in the day. Like many of you, sometimes it seems like I run nonstop. But I'm running in place for most of that time. But like everyone else, I have 24 hours in the day. And unless I can and want to hire someone to take some of these tasks on, I need to accomplish during this time. I need to find ways to use my time better. That is why today we are discussing time management. Thank you for taking some of your valuable time today to listen to Finding Our Freedom. Today is September 16th, and this is episode 13. Today, we are discussing better management of our time and ways to free up time to ensure we are doing what we want. When I was deciding on a platform, I looked at blogging and vlogging before looking at podcasting. And while I may still start vlogging in the future, I figure that a podcast was the best way to give my audience something without taking their time from them. Unlike video or a blog where you have to watch or read, you can listen to this while accomplishing other things or to pass the time while you're either exercising or driving. Time management is so elusive now and marketable that an entire industry has been built around selling it to not just every business person, but every parent, student, and anyone looking for ways to add a few more hours into their already crammed day. It is, in fact, the art of mastering your waking and sometimes even your unconscious hours to make you as productive, bright-eyed, and at the top of your game as possible. Even though there are numerous programs available, most of them tell you the same thing in different words and then charge you a great deal of money for them. The secret is not as hard as they want you to think, though, and that is having the ability to prioritize and say no to things that are not at the top of your list. We're all guilty of wasting time doing the things that aren't at the top of our priorities. Time wasters may include reading email, spending time on social media, or watching TV, but it can also be the little time killers that we see as requirements but don't offer much gain for the time spent. That isn't a crime per se, but it is unfortunate habit that you should block if you want to be productive and embrace time management at its fullest. However, that isn't to say that you shouldn't relax or unwind throughout your workday. I know I enjoy watching TV, playing board games with my kids, or doing something to unwind after the workday. So as a compromise between your actual physical needs and your best psychological self, You need to figure out exactly where to spend your time on an average day and improve that. For example, work on cutting out time wasters where you can or utilizing the time to better effect, such as brainstorming ideas or listening to notes or better yet, this podcast during your commute. Streamlining your time makes you more efficient in doing everything you need to do and want to do in your day. That's a key component of successful time management. If you look at Anyone who's a success, either in your life or globally, you'll see that they're great time managers. And for the most part, they outsource the little things that would burn most of their day away. So while you should look at streamlining your day, also understand that this isn't multitasking. Multitasking is a common word, and everyone uses it. When it comes to productivity and time management, Everyone believes that multitasking is the way forward. 
if you want to be a productive member of society, primarily due to the numerous articles and books on the subject. However, here's a secret. It is now believed that multitasking itself is impossible. Your brain just can't do it. Instead, you merely jump from one task to another and back. And these studies have shown that breaking from one task to another instead of just completing that task and moving on, and then back again in a short space of time, shortens your attention span and affects the quality of the work being completed. So, what do you do? You can't multitask anymore. Well, instead, work on one task at a time. By bunching similar jobs together, you allow your brain to stay entrenched in the same comfort zone for a more extended period rather than fl simply flitting from one task to another. Doing this encourages being in the flow, a state of joyful productivity that promotes excellent work being done with an inherent sense of bliss and happiness, something that is easily desired and hard won. By, correction. by scheduling your days, by grouping your tasks, don't you hate that when your tongue just gets twisted? Anyway, uh, like I was saying, by scheduling your days, by grouping your tasks into time blocks, time management will become significantly easier. Proper scheduling can be a pain, but knowing exactly where you're going and what you're doing can help make the most of your time. You should always schedule towards a goal or objective. Scheduling is the art of forward thinking, anticipating everything you need to get done, and making sure you have enough time to do it. By simply planning your day out into hours, yeah, from this time to this time I'm at work, you're not saying this is the goal I want to set, and therefore this is what I want to complete. So when planning your day with a big goal for the day in mind, it helps you ensure you're moving forward towards your end objective, ensuring that you check table, uh, timetables of public transport, weather, and every other piece of information that you need to look at and take into account for how your day is going to go. It might be associated with an extreme level of perfectionism, but the goal here is not perfection. The goal is to give you the structure and time you need to deal with your day in the best way possible. So how do you do this? Well, the first step is determining your goal and the end objective and then prioritizing your day to reach that goal. We all tend to keep adding to our to-do list. I gotta clean the drains out. I have to mow the lawn. I have to walk the dog. I have to run, can't forget I got to take the car into the shop. I have all this stuff to do. But if some of this stuff doesn't reach your end goal, then you need to either find someone who can do it for you um, by paying them. I mean, time is money, and you need to decide how much you, money your time's worth. And, or you can maybe push it off to a time period where you don't have so much to do. Taking on more, it simply has diminished results. You may get overwhelmed, burned out, or feel chronically stressed by the scope of projects you're taking on. Remember, no person or team can do everything. Instead of doing more, you can learn when to stop because adding work no longer adds significant value. You and your team will gain insight into the work 
that is most impactful. And ultimately, you'll be more focused on, on your productivity, making you more productive. Never be afraid to say no to something that will not add value to your day. Remember, as I said before, the adverse effects of continually working are very apparent. More than 80% of Americans are stressed. Adults age 18 through 33 experience more stress than any other age group, with work being the top reported source of stress according to a 2013 survey. So, where, where to start with prioritization? Well, once again, start by saying no. One of the most critical and yet terrifying things anyone can ever do is say no. No to a project, no to a commitment, or no to someone's request. It's so easy to consider saying no as being selfish. There's always another demand, another request, another assignment, or a project you can pick up to your already overloaded plate. However, burnout is a significant and terrifying psychological problem where people become so overwrought with the stress that they end up hating their work. They may even experience physical symptoms such as physical exhaustion, burnout, um, burnout's a growing problem across the globe, workplace, and it has to stop now. No one who cares will mind if you politely turn down their request, citing a too busy schedule. And if they do care, well, and, and, and they say you're not too busy simply because you said no that you're too busy, then the issue is really with them. Um, now, don't just always say no, of course. No one to say no. And start by setting your goals. Start by thinking about what you're doing and why. Set and record goals with your team for a specific period. Make these goals accessible so that everyone can refer back to them frequently. Get into a habit of evaluating your work and tasks in the context of your team's goals. Your top priorities should align with these goals and help you get one step closer to achieving them. Once goals become the common decision-making framework for your team, it will entirely be reasonable to say, this is a great idea, but isn't a priority for this time period. Let's save that for later when we are focused on that goal. When setting your goals, make sure that you use the SMART goal uh, method. Now this means your goals need to be specific, specifically what do you want to achieve. They need to be measurable so you can see that yes, you're achieving it or no, you're getting farther away from it. They actually need to be achievable. I mean, ending world hunger is a great goal, but it's not something that's achievable by one person. Uh, they need to be relevant and they need to be time bound. You need to give yourself a timetable to get this done. Then. It's a great idea to write down the goal and the steps that's going to get you there using a Gantt chart. If you don't know what a Gantt chart is, it's a great time to pause this and look it up. The Gantt chart will allow you to track your high-level goals in every step between now and the successful completion of that goal. Once your team is clear about the high-level goals, start prioritizing your tasks. Narrow down your daily task list to three or five items unless your tasks are very small. I mean, questions to consider while you're uh, 
prioritizing your tasks include, does this task directly support the goals we set for this time period? What do I absolutely have to accomplish today? When does this need to be, when does this need to get done by? Am I excited about this? Because if you're not excited about it, you're going to put it off. Is my team excited about this? Once again, uh, same reason, only working with the team. And do I have the energy and brain power required to do this effectively today or e uh, even right now? Once you have your task list set for the day, you will find that you are more productive, effective, and at ease when you start working. Once you have an uncluttered plan for the day, get started on your work. Getting going might be the most challenging task of all. Remember, it's not just that first step that moves you forward, but it's the second, third, fourth, and so on. Um, your highest priority task may be what you are resisting the most. So you might want to put that at the beginning uh, to move from procrastination to action. Try breaking the task into smaller parts or reflecting on why you are avoiding the work. I have personally found an indispensable three-step process for reliably moving from procrastination to action. The first one is face whatever I'm putting off first and then be honest with myself about why it's uncomfortable. Identify one easy step to get started and then move on from there once you get going though the hardest thing is when something throws you off track and throughout the day you'll probably encounter distractions and hurdles that will lure you from your task list so leave room in your planning for these unexpected tasks but feel empowered to respond to requests for your time by citing your priorities or your team's goals. Instead of saying, I'm too busy, say, I would love to work on this right now, but I'm focused on goal X, Y, or Z um, this week, and it'll have to wait. I mean, mastering the art of prioritization is one of the best ways to achieve more by dedicating yourself to what's most important to you and your team and eliminating the other options. You'll be more productive, more valuable, and have more time to relax. But with that being said, never underestimate the need for self-care. Self-care is one of the most undervalued yet important and central tenements of successful time management. It's an expectation in the modern working world to always be working and be available, whether through work or the many avenues of social media. But one of the most important things you can do every day is to take care of yourself and make sure you have a chunk of time carved out for you and you alone. Relaxation and self-indulgence both have restorative properties. Like I said, I enjoy uh, watching TV at the end of the day. However, meditation has proven to reduce stress levels and a short 10-minute meditation session allows for greater productivity and overall happiness. Taking time out for yourself allows your body to rejuvenate and restore itself to the kind of mental, physical, and emotional state that allows for the best productivity and effective time management. So in short, don't feel guilty for taking time out to relax in the park with a book, uh, watch TV, or anything else because you're being your best self. Most people think that they don't have enough time, 
But most of the time, they just aren't maximizing their day. The previous tips will help you greatly improve how you manage your day and your time. But it's a evolving process and something that you will always have to be working on. So continue working on it. Continue taking back your day and continue living a little more freer every day. Once again, thank you for joining us. And this was Finding Our Freedom.